All right, welcome. Good evening. Hopefully you're having a good drive home from work or wherever, or you're just sitting at home watching on Facebook. Oh, I got to turn Facebook Live on. Forgot to turn Facebook Live on yesterday with Keith in here. Keith was very disappointed because he did his hair and he wore a nice shirt. And he was like, what? I didn't get out. And he goes, I don't need to be on Facebook. Nobody needs to see me on Facebook Live, he said. But now you have to see me on Facebook Live if you're looking on there. Uh, I wanted to talk about this. These commercials sometimes that you hear when you're listening. And I had one just on a different podcast that I listened to that I just I just recorded the beginning. And then right before the show, that it, it did it, uh, whatever the commercial was, I don't know. And God forbid we talk about the commercial, but... Uh, so if you remember back in the day, micro machines, the, the toy micro machines, the little just mini cars, right? Like just Hot Wheels, but micro machines are just smaller. I used to love those things. I might even have some still at my parents. And uh, they just had that that balding mustache guy. I was just called him the micro machines guy. He just talked really fast, right? And I think he even got on some, uh, I think he was on Say by the Bell once, the, the old show Say by the Bell. and. Um, so these guys are always, these people that talk really fast are always in, whether they're actually talking fast or if the commercial just speeds up their voice, I feel like that should be illegal. That probably, you probably shouldn't be able to just say all the side effects to, you know, whatever you're, you're trying to sell to people to cure whatever it is, but the, the side effects, you're cured of one thing, but the side effects are so much more devastating and they throw those at the end of commercials, right? They throw these side effects and and the guy or, or woman is talking 100 miles an hour. And you're like, wait, did they say one of the side effects might be death? What? What was that? And it's always just like, what? Like, this is, why would anyone get this bloody stool? Was that a side effect? I don't, I don't know if I'm down with that. Uh, so, and it's always at the end of the commercial. So you kind of know, you're like, okay, wow, that's great. It's going to prevent, you know, it's going to stop male pattern baldness and, and I won't be going bald anymore. And then you get to the end of the commercial and you hear Micro Machines guy talking a hundred miles an hour, listing all the side effects. So yeah, you might not be bold, but you're going to have constant diarrhea for the rest of your life. Like, is that really a good trade-off to not being bald? Who knows? But he says that at 100 miles an hour, and I don't know if they if it's a person that speaks normally and they speed up the commercial, which seems uh, it just seems a little bit more wrong than than just having someone talk really fast. But it also like if the guy's talking really fast, that doesn't seem legit either. You got to get uh, I got to get 150 side effects in the last 10 seconds of this commercial, so speed up my voice to, to get him on it. But now I've heard a couple of commercials, and and one just came out right before the show where they do this before. You even know what the commercial is about. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're going to throw all the mumbo jumbo that you can't understand at you before you even have any reference, right? Like, I don't even know what I'm going to be listening for because it's just someone talking like this. Prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. And that's not like the worst. You know, there's not side effects there. It's just like, it's just kind of boring mumbo jumbo. For that, but they're throwing that at the beginning of commercials, and you're just like, "Wait, what?" And then, what are you talking about? You just started talking to me, and that's like, could you imagine uh, starting a conversation like that? You're just out and about, and you kind of you walk up and you're talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden, you know, they just start talking to you. 
I don't, it just doesn't make any sense to me. 608-785-7914. If you want to, uh, if you want to talk about that, I, I guess somebody does. Uh, caller, who is this? You're on the air. Hey, it's Jay. No, I'm glad you're talking about commercials because, you know, you have some of the most annoying commercials around. Okay, well, I don't want to no, talk I'm... about them specifically, but in general, yeah. I mean, these, these commercials where they talk really fast, uh, it just it just seems kind of funny like like is you know a, a lot of you guys want to talk about uh government regulations and and what's right and what's wrong and what we should and shouldn't be doing but i feel like you know the government could probably step in and, and end stuff like this prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate see website for full details and safety information and it's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? What website? Who? What? This this came at the beginning of a commercial. I don't even know where you're coming from. <laughs> so uh, we got another caller. Caller, who's this? Go ahead. You're on Lacrosse Top Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Scott. This is the greatest topic because I do believe I remember back when I lived um, west of Chicago down in in the. It was, this had to have been in the '80s when that. Some guy won something about being the fastest talker in the world or something, and then he got a promotion doing these commercials like your show. And I, it could be that guy still. I don't know. He he was like a legend, and then he was on the uh, another celebrity, I mean, uh, a, a disc jockey show in the morning in Chicago, Jonathan Brandmeier. Maybe familiar with Johnny B. I'm not sure, but... You know, it was just the funniest. He was like a mystery guest or something. But then he would do that stuff live on the air, and it was ridiculous. Yeah, I'd love to see. He, that, I'd love to see it. Uh, see him talk like that, like on camera. Like, oh, I hey. mean, it, that's yeah, that's not slowed down or, or speeded up. That's <laughs> that's how the guy talks. Yeah, if it's the same guy, it very well could be. He made a career out of it. I just feel like when I hear commercials like that, I feel like that. I don't know if I'm going to trust that because you had to have that guy say all that stuff that fast and you know whether the commercial wants to they they want to maximize their time and just get the mumbo jumbo like the 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 one that i played is just mumbo jumbo it's not really like side effects or anything but every once in a while you hear all these side effects thrown in at the end and you're like wait what this sounds crazy right and if you, I, mean, I always try to listen to see if i can actually hear what the guy's saying yeah it's ridiculous it's just that yeah. i don't know I think uh, the, it's all topsy-turvy still. The world is upside down right now, and we're trying to – everybody, we're, you're trying to muddle through it. We're all working out here. It's crazy. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call, man. <laughs> See you later. Uh, one more call, Eric. I think Eric from Sparta is, is calling in. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, Mike Hayes did that a couple times a uh, few years back anyway. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Eric. All right, we're going to go to news. We're going to end on that for news. We'll be back in one minute on Wisdom. Actually, not one minute, a couple minutes. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. It's December, right, so I can play Christmas music. Uh. Well, I guess we'll go to Tom. We were talking about the uh, those commercials with the the super fast talkers, and and it's always funny to hear those at the end because you kind of understand like, oh, this is all the mumbo jumbo they had to throw in at the end. But now there's a couple of commercials they throw it at the beginning, and it just makes you even more like a little bit more sketchy about what. Wait a minute, you you threw all the the 
the the hundred mile per hour talking points at the beginning of the commercial with no context. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I can't understand you anyway because you're speaking hundred miles an hour. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. If you want to talk about like these super fast talking guys. We can go there. I don't want to open a whole can of worms with advertisements in general because, like, for the most part, they're fine. It's just like, these people that talk 100 miles an hour I just think it's funny. And you want to talk about government regulations? Maybe we could have a little regulation on the speed that you talk when you're trying to tell people about your product you're trying to sell, whether it's television or radio. You know, TV does the same thing, right? You look at the bottom of your TV when these commercials are on, right? Isn't the stuff in the, the tiniest print that in the only... You know, like only eagles can see it or hawks could, if hawks could read, right? Uh, Rudy texted in the fast talker guy that is talking about his, has videos on YouTube. He used to sell micro machine car toys. So if you Google that, I'm sure you can find it. Yes. If you Google fast talker guy, you would definitely find micro machines guy. Uh, and these other texts, oh, these other texts are from hey, uh, Cooley Region Cooks. So if you guys texted in, uh, or from Hayes this morning. So I guess I only have Rudy's text. If you want to text in, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. Uh, I'm not going to talk the whole hour about, you know, Micro Machines, 100-mile-an-hour talking guy. I think it is funny, though. And it makes me always wonder, like, wait a minute, why are you throwing those commercials? Why are you throwing him at the beginning of your commercial with no context? I already can't understand you. And now you're talking 100 miles an hour before I even know what you're talking about. Uh, UW Lacrosse passed its first hurdle today in uh, getting a new field house. So if you go, if you ever, if you're ever over there, uh, stuff looks pretty old. I don't, you know, I guess I don't know exactly how old the the field house is. They have a new workout facility, right? Like it wasn't that long ago. Was it like 10 years ago? UW Lacrosse built just a this. Primarily a workout facility for students, right? There's, I think, four or f- six basketball-length courts in there. Um, I used to be able to sneak in there, but then they started. They had like a, they changed the ID system. So then I needed somebody to throw me. At one time, I, I wanted to play basketball so bad that there was a kid studying in the commons area. And I said, hey, <laughs> I want to go play basketball with those guys. Can I borrow your ID? And he was like, what? No, what? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to go swipe it through, and then I'm going to Frisbee it back to you. And he's like, oh, okay. So I, so I did that, and I Frisbeed it back to him, and he went back to studying in the commons. But after that, they, I believe, and I haven't been in there in a long time now, so I don't know how they do it. But after that, I believe they have someone take your ID, like swipe it for you, essentially. And there's a picture in your, a mug, and, and I'm, I'm sure nobody's looking at it too closely uh, but but I haven't I haven't since tried to sneak into the the rec center right at the at UW Lacrosse. But now they're building another facility over there for track and field, indoor track and soccer, and uh, forty nine million dollars is the cost. And at the same time, right, the city of Lacrosse is building or expanding or updating the Lacrosse Center, and that price takes forty two million dollars. And before you you know, get all riled up about having to pay for UWL's facility. That's actually not going to cost taxpayers anything unless you go to UW Lacrosse because it's all paid for by student fees. So what's funny though is this this 
you know, decision to build a facility for soccer and track started with a student referendum in 2014. And 56% of voters voted in favor for that. So just over half back into, so back five years ago. So even if you were a freshman in 2014, you're like, yeah, I want a new field house. I want a new soccer facility. I play soccer. I don't know. I run track. I mean, UWL is like the team when it comes to track and field in Division Three college sports. Uh, every year they've got athletes and nationals winning, you know, essentially gold medals in Division Three sports. So, you know, to update their track facility and the indoor track facility, obviously the outdoor track is pretty nice and uh, the students do have that workout facility. So when it comes to trying to get more students to come to UWL, you look, hey, we have this rec center. Students just can go here and work out. There's basketball courts. They put volleyball nets up there. There's a track around the top to uh, just jog on, not like a not like a NCAA track. But uh, also Barack Obama spoke here, <laughs> you know, so uh, whole whole different context there. But um and then, so they could show that, obviously the athletes, I don't know, maybe this isn't obvious, but the athletes actually work out in a different weight room. I mean, they can, of course, go to the rec center, but there's an athletic weight room just down kind of the opposite side of the indoor track and field. So that's where the athletes work out, kind of down from the basketball, uh, the gymnasium, whatever you want to call it. And... It's it's pretty nice. I guess I, I don't know if it's uh eye popping if a athlete went in there and went, Whoa, this is where we work out. I, I don't think that's the case. I think you can get in the rec center and go like, Oh, this is cool. This is a pretty sweet setup. Maybe the weight room in there isn't even that great, but it seems pretty if the UWL is gonna spend forty nine million dollars on a new facility, a new field house. But basketball, from what I can tell, basketball is not gonna be part of this. So the basketball team and the volleyball team, maybe, I'm guessing, because the 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 ground, if it's going to be a soccer facility, there's going to be a separate soccer facility. Uh, it's hard to say. Like, is there uh, is there going to be basketball courts in the field house? It could be wrong. I just I just don't see the word basketball in any of these stories. So uh, we're gonna have more we're gonna have more on this tomorrow when the board of regents approves this, the full board. So. Uh, a commission or a committee today signed off on the final bl- blueprints. The full board will vote on it tomorrow. They're all in Whitewater right now, Board of Regents meetings. And then in February, the State Building Commission will will vote on this plan for a new field house and soccer facility. I really do kind of wonder if there's... Because when you think like track and field, there's a track... The track would go around the field house, and and it will the, the the way the indoor track at UWL is now that inside the track, the rest of the building, right, the majority of the floor space is that weird rubbery material, and um, if you're ever walking by there, a lot of athletes are throwing shot put or discus or running hurdles, they're just working out, you know, they're having practice. The indoor track season's going on all all winter. So they're just practicing in there. So I don't imagine there would be basketball courts in the middle of that. Uh, there would just probably be a track facility, but they're going to build another separate soccer facility. So 140,000 square foot field house, two stories. 
uh, 200 meter indoor track, seating for 1500, locker room showers, multi-purpose rooms, training and secondary uh, walking track, training room, I should say, and then a construction on a 2800 square foot soccer support facility. So I imagine the soccer support facility is just going to be uh, for the soccer teams and, and maybe the soccer field itself will be inside the track. I guess I need to get a hold of these blueprints. But uh, nothing about basketball. Seems like uh, they keep building new buildings over there every couple of years. We just build one giant building and encompass all this, right? Like uh, the the rec center, the put the ba- put new basketball courts, new soccer, like do it all at one time. About forty nine million dollars, what the cost to, to students is is going to be? Uh, they began that with a student referendum five years ago. So anyone that usually at a UW school, you're done. You're done at about, uh, in about five years. If you're just doing like, like the basic 14, 15 credits a semester. And that gives you, you know, that one, one or two semesters to figure out your life because as a freshman, you have no idea what you're going to do. Uh, Beck texts in the university. This is fake news, really more fake news. The University of La Crosse gets a huge fat check from the federal government and the state of Wisconsin for capital improvement projects like the Fieldhouse. Again, get your facts straight. <laughs> get your facts before you talk. Beck from Stoddard, I guess. Um, yep, from what I could tell, it's going to be funded by student fees and uh, tuition and stuff like that. So that's what I read. Consequently, students will fund a majority of the construction costs. No state tax dollars will be used. So, um, yeah, there's probably grants involved. I don't know. I don't know where that is. Is that state tax money? Federal federal is different than state. So no state tax dollars will be used. So if you want to get in the nitty-gritty, maybe federal tax dollars will be used. I don't know. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Uh, we're going to get Scott's comment and the news right now. Well, in 30 seconds. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Such a blues song. Elvis. 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center talking text line. Started out the show talking a little about the commercials you 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 hear on the radio that have the side effects or just the mumbo jumbo stuff that sometimes you're you're you you feel like if they're saying it at a hundred miles an hour it sounds a little sketch like really why what you can't say this but you know on the flip side maybe they're just it's just mumbo jumbo that legally they have to get in. Um, and, and it's not all that important, but also now they, they start doing this at the beginning of commercials, this stuff like this prescription products require an online physician consultation and are only available if the physician determines a prescription is appropriate. See website for full details and safety information. <laughs> and it's always like, wait, whoa, you, you, if someone hits you that with that, before you, you hear any context, you're just like, wait, what, what, what are you talking about? And then they go into the commercial and, and then you, you have no idea. Okay. Wait, the, all that stuff you said at the beginning a hundred miles an hour. Was that important? Did I need to hear that? Uh, Bob's Bob's on 
waiting to get on the phone. Uh, on the phone, Bob's on the phone. You're Bob. You're on the air. Go ahead, man. Yeah, hi, Rick. Say, so, yeah, I'd just like to ask you a couple questions. Um, like just no questions. Um, you were talking earlier in the week about the the two school sh- shootings in Wisconsin. Uh, and I was just wondering. You said at the end of your show um, that we should take guns away from everybody. Um, I mean, if, if you had your way, would you take guns away from everybody in the United States in order to end the, the uh, gun violence? Uh, if we could just eliminate guns from all people? Yeah. Yeah, there's no guns. How are we going to shoot people if there's literally no guns? Okay, so you want to take guns away from everybody. Well, let's like, magically snap my fingers right now, Bob, and like imagine there's literally no guns in the in the United States. Okay, and just wondering, just one more quick question. Okay, now we, nobody's um, nobody has guns now. Like, do you do you disagree with that? Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's the Second Amendment in the Constitution, the right to bear arms. Yeah, um, but nobody has. <laughs> but nobody has guns. Zero. Well, ever, a person should be able to have a gun if he wants to have a gun for self-defense. Anyway, I just want to ask you one more question. Um, if you're in charge, would you um, have our country become a socialist country? There, there, there are programs that I believe in that, that we could, you know, just uh, if you want to pick one, Medicare for all. Like, let's do it. Okay. How about um, any other ones? Any other programs? Uh, you'd have to you'd throw some at me. I don't know. What do you I got? don't even know. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, would you want our country to become a socialist country? That's that's just a yes no question, I guess. Well, there's. I mean, that's just too broad for me. So no. Okay. Well, besides Medicare for all, what would you want? Well, that's what I'm asking you. I I, I guess I you know like uh, I think a, a lot of candidates are are talking about student debt right now. I think there's a problem there. Uh, we even had. Uh, Firefighters Credit Union president in here a couple weeks ago saying that that was one of the I think he said it was the biggest problem uh, right now amongst people in the U.S. is student debt. I don't know if eliminating student debt is the answer. And I don't know if that's a socialist type situation. I guess, you know, like you could argue it is. uh, But student debt is definitely a problem. So we need we need to to help out there somehow. Okay, so you think any others? Also, in certain ways, you'd want our country to become socialist. Well, I don't know. Is uh, Medicare for all a socialist country thing, or is it just a thing that we do as a— Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So if if a country has Medicare for all, which I I think most, uh, you know, top-tier countries in the world do already have, so are all those countries socialists? Um, That's not true. That's not true. They don't have Medicare for all. I'll let you go. Um, I just— Socialism is not going to work. That's not going to work. And the people of this country aren't going to let our country become a socialist country. So thanks, bye. Okay. Uh, nothing on the commercials, though, I guess. Didn't want to talk about that. Or the UW feed, Fieldhouse. Uh, speaking of, you know, projects that we're funding, right? Like it's we're funding a uh, field, not a fieldhouse, a lacrosse center, downtown lacrosse. Uh, students are funding a field house at UWL. It's like a mini socialist idea, right? Student fees are going to pay for that. 
608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I will warn you tomorrow after the show, because if I don't think of it, I, I just I had to do this today, so I'm thinking of it. Central Girls Basketball is going to be at Aquinas tonight on WKTY, about 7, 7 o'clock, 96, 7 FM, 580 AM. Aquinas girls, back-to-back state champs, playing Central. It should be a great game. When I lived in Winona, uh, Cotter is the private high school in Winona, and Winona High is the, obviously the public school. They never played each other in anything, and I don't know if that's changed, but for for a very long time, they never played each other. So I think it's pretty great that you know all the schools in town, obviously a lot of them are in the same conference, but they all play each other. And uh, So Aquinas Central tonight should be awesome atmosphere. Girls basketball. Tomorrow, Marshfield comes to town to play Central, and that game's going to be on Wisdom at 6.50 p.m. And if you don't want to listen... Oh, and we're going to have that on video as well. I remember that now. That uh, will be on the WK... Just go to WKTYsports.com, and you can watch that game. Marshfield at Central. I think Grant's going to do the color. Drew's going to do the play-by-play, and Grant's going to do also the camera. I think that's how that works. Sometimes it does. Sometimes sometimes it's too hard to do both. Uh, and if you don't want to listen or watch boys basketball, the Clippers are at the Bucks. The Bucks are um, right in the middle of a 13-game win streak. It's pretty awesome. Uh, best record in the NBA. Best player in the NBA, arguably. And maybe this time, Kawhi Leonard, who you know eliminated the Bucks from the Eastern Conference Finals, uh, went away from getting to the NBA Finals on the Raptors. Kawhi Leonard's on the Clippers now. Paul George on the Clippers now. The Bucks playing the Clippers. The Bucks got a 13-game win streak. That's going to be one you're going to want to hear. So that's on at 7 p.m. on WKTY as well. 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center talking text line. If you guys want to get in here um, and talk about this giant UWL Fieldhouse. $49 million project. Students funding a majority of it, no state tax dollars are going to be used. Uh, it's going to be an indoor track because the track team at EWL is, is, is always tops in the nation, men's and women's. They always have people going to nationals. Oftentimes, one team or the other or both are, are winning national titles as a team. I think, the, I think the men's team has the most national titles, maybe combined there's, there's a stat. It's either combined national titles in indoor and outdoor track, or it's most national titles in outdoor tra- track, most national titles in indoor track, or all of them. Uh, but yeah, they're perennial power. They're the powerhouse in Division Three track and field. So hey, you're going to get a new track facility. That's only going to help bolster your program. Uh, and along with that, a, a new soccer facility, $49 million project. Uh, it passed a committee meeting today. They passed off the full Board of Regents votes on it in Whitewater tomorrow. And from what I see is is nobody is this isn't gonna get shut down. So it's it's basically uh it's gonna go through uh without many hurdles or any hurdles. Unless something happens. Uh six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We go to the phones. Uh is this Greg? Yeah, hey Rick. Hey Greg. You're on. Hey, I haven't listened in a long time, but 
Yeah, that call earlier with the guy that had a problem with socialism uh, was a little confusing to me. Yeah, I, I am, we all know Rick's a socialist, but everybody's a socialist around here that wants something somebody else is paying for. Social Security? I bet that caller, you know, is a big fan of Social Security. Yeah, I don't. But, I, I don't know. Do you? Are you? Are you against all social programs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, freedom works. The market works. We would have a real nice convention center here if there was convention business that needed to be done and somebody wanted to make money doing conventions. Well, La Crescent built their own, right? Like, not the city, but there's, a, I believe, a private convention uh, right, just built next to a hotel in La Crescent. So. Yeah, I mean, I've heard Brent Smith uh, a couple of years ago as when he was trying to get this thing going espouse that we have to, uh, you know, renovate this to compete with other area convention centers like the Dells, which are private, you know. But so, yeah, if you want the government to be in the convention business for you to prop up downtown restaurants and hotels, you know, that's socialism. So, you know, we're, we're socialists. So I, I don't really like the conservatives running around saying we're never going to let this country become socialist okay you know we are yeah we are, degree, we're already, we are. I mean, police and fire that's already social funded socially funded right yeah all right that it greg yep yeah that's it all right thanks man thanks for the call 608-785-7914 uh clyde i think is on hold clyde go ahead you're on the air man well, concerning guns, uh, wouldn't it be easier just to make it illegal for a criminal to have a gun or make it illegal to shoot somebody? Wouldn't that be easier than uh, trying to take guns away from everybody? Uh, I'm just saying magically we do it. Yeah, well, let's magically make it uh, a crime to use a gun in a crime or for a criminal to own a gun. Let's magically make that happen. Well, uh, is that is that illegal for a criminal to own a gun? Well, a lot of a lot of them have it. Have them, so it must not be. Sure, but how do they get those guns? Well, they buy them from other criminals, or they break into people's houses and steal them from law-abiding citizens. Right. So imagine they those guns are gone. Well, imagine making it illegal to break into somebody's house and steal their property. Well, Ryan, Ryan put a put a, kind of smushed on my theory because I'm just I'm just you know I'm kind of joking, but Ryan said uh, you might not want to snap your fingers and take away guns from the United States because uh, other countries would still have guns. So, but <laughs> yeah, we have that, tanks. that's that's true too. But you know, I really do like socialism though. Okay. Because as long as it's voluntary, so like Medicare for all, anybody that wants it. They should uh, they should volunteer to pay for it, and then uh, and then they can take then they can uh, reap the benefits. Well, I don't I don't think I have time to get into like a whole. I could do a healthcare show probably once a week, but the yeah. idea but that, that we we have uh, health. But isn't it isn't it better though for people to volunteer to do things than to have them forced to do it? Well, at this point, like, you know, you talk about the the market and and you know, if I want to get health insurance, I have to get it through. You know, I, I'm in Minnesota, so I have to get it through. A, there's only so so many health insurance places in Minnesota to get health insurance. And, let, you know, if you take the work factor out of it, 
And then uh, you maybe you get yours through Wisconsin. And, and, you know, like if we open that up, everyone always argues like, hey, we got to open it up so everyone can compete with each other. I mean, I mean, yeah, make it vol- yeah, voluntary. Um, it's, so it's, it's not it's not voluntary. You can't voluntarily buy buy insurance because the government controls it. Um, but the government controls health insurance. Yeah, they say who who you can buy insurance from. Sure, that's, yeah, that's the, that's the problem. I mean, they 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 kind of they say we're going to help give you subsidies if you want to buy insurance from you know our market, but uh, you, can't, yeah, you see, can you can just go get health insurance from wherever. It's just too expensive. See, that's why it's it's silly that you should just be able to voluntarily say I'm going to give I'm going to I'm going to join this group and I'm going to give you X number of dollars a month and then uh, you pay all my insurance bills. But the idea that we we do that as a as a country we all put our all everybody puts their money in the same kitty in the same hat. And yeah, then, but I, maybe maybe I maybe I maybe I don't want to maybe I don't want to do that. I should have the freedom of choice not to do that. Well, you do. You don't have to have health insurance if you don't want to. Well, exactly. So what's the problem? Well, what happens when you get cancer? Well, then I'll die. <laughs> will you die, or will you go to the hospital? Well, I'll go to the hospital, and then they'll tell me I'm going to die. Well, you'll so, start a GoFundMe, right? Well, I would hope you would start to go fund me for me. Oh, do you need? I, well, if you get cancer, Clyde, I'll I'll start a GoFundMe for you. Thank you, Rick. Go Thank fund you, Rick. Clyde. All right, thanks for the call, man. Hey, I got to take a quick break here. Uh, just back in a minute. You're right here on Wizard. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Ryan's laughing at me now because uh, I said if we're going to take all the guns away from everyone in the United States, so poof, the guns are gone. Uh, he said you might want to make it the entire world because obviously we would be taken over. I think we'd still have – could we still have tanks with cannons? Is cannons a gun? And uh, drones and missiles and – but uh, I told Ryan that we should just – then we'll just build a big wall and nobody can get around it, right? Because if we build a wall, then nobody can get at us with their guns. Uh Tom is, te- I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. Tom's texting me, uh, we all live in mini Wisconsin or, oops, he said mini, yeah, mini Wisconsin. Okay, I don't I don't get what you're saying, man. Where are you coming from? Uh, 608-785-7914, number three has been waiting. Go ahead, number three, you're on. Very important question. Okay. Is the mayor coming Monday? He's actually, we, he can't make it Monday, and I oh. told him, any day of the week except that day that number three doesn't like to listen to on Thursday, he can come in. So maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday next week, I'm going to try to get him to come in. I got to tell you what happened last night. I went out to eat. I got there an hour early, and the waitress says, wasn't there a good program on tonight? <laughs> How about them shoes, huh? Yeah, well. Anyway, it was nice to hear from Greg Luce. In Clyde tonight. Oh, yeah. That, well, we got them mad about socialism, I guess. Well, that's all right, but they're at least call it in. Well, all right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Keep your powder dry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Greg said he hasn't listened in a while. So, but feel free to call in if you want. Uh, I think, uh, is this Pete? Yeah, it is. Hey, Pete, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. 
See, about that UWL spending all that money, um, man, when are they got to realize that we don't need a bunch of runners and joggers and people that can throw the javelin and all that crap? We need tradespeople. You just don't realize how bad it's getting out there and what are all these. Well, what are you talking about? Kids gonna, Pete, those what people. What am I talking about? Those let's, people, let's, those people let's do that. At, let's set money on trade schools. Oh, okay. Uh, well, they, they, those people are studying. You don't know what they're studying in school. Yeah, but who's going to. Who's going to do the wrenching? Who's going to do the building? Who's going to do the plumbing? Who's going to do the Who's going to be the electrician to make all this stuff work? Well, I think we'll figure it out. We got. Oh, I don't think so. Are we? Are we in that? Are we in that tough a situation already? You bet we are. Are we? Yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah, we are. You You just drive around lacrosse and see all the help wanted signs out, and uh, we just ain't finding people. Okay, so because they run track yeah, it, means it, they're it, not going to turn be a wrench. Epidemic, believe me. Because, An epidemic. So, because they go to UWL, doesn't mean they're 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 never going to do any work for themselves. Well, why do we have such a student uh, loan debt problem? Uh, because people go because people go to schools that are well, people go to college and don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, I, I would say uh, a, a public a public school like UWL isn't going to kill you in, in student loan debt too badly. Uh, well. Uh, that's your opinion, but uh, tuition there isn't you, you as much as other money, schools. You talk to the money man from the fire credit, credit union; uh, you know, he he spells it out pretty much right on. And I don't want to be paying for that crap because I uh, I'm sick of paying for that housing industry that went belly up about in 2008. Yeah, well, now we're paying for it with tariffs. Uh, we're doing the same thing, just in a you know, in a different forum. Um, Eric from Sparta is calling back. Eric, go ahead. You're on, man. Yeah, reason to push on uh, the Democrats for gun control. I hear the news that uh, um, receipts or requests for more buying firearms has gone through the roof. Every time Democrats get enough to push gun control, they sell more of them. It's- yeah, yeah, that's exactly what gun makers want want you to do is uh, be scared that the Democrats are going to take your guns. Rick's going to take your guns. All right, we're going to do this tomorrow. Wrap up the week. We'll be back. See you later.